Welcome to the Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast, and Happy New Year's Eve. And we will be back with live shows on January the 4th. We're still on vacation, uh, but we put together our favorite moments of the past year for you to enjoy another podcast today. So enjoy the last day of 2020, and here is the Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast. We love hearing from you, and we asked on our Facebook page, what is your best one-line piece of advice for a kid starting their first ever semester of college and our oldest Taylor is still set to move out in less than a month and live on campus okay so um, we're going to get to some of your advice Um, 877-310-4MSJ how are you Hope? Good. I wanted to weigh in the, the topic y'all were talking about this morning on colleges. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Um, my daughter is out of state. She's away for college, mm-hmm. and she is living on campus, and I've noticed such a difference with what she's experiencing and what I experienced in college. I, I stayed at home and went yes. to school, yeah. um, but I wanted to, to weigh in because I've, I've learned that you know their grades are improving. Her grades are doing much better than mine were because yeah. she has the support of her friends and being able to study in campus. Mm-hmm. And she's not totally on her own because she lives on campus. She has an RA. If they need something like a bulb change, she doesn't have to figure out those adult things yet. Right. But it gives her the support that she needs. But also the the friendships that you make when you live on campus are, are priceless. So I wanted to to weigh in on that and let yeah. you know the thing that I missed out on was that you know. I think the support you get and the, the homework help that you get and the the things that you get when you live on campus far outweigh right. um, living independently or even living at home. In my I opinion. like that, too, because they're all in it together. They have their separate little journeys, but you're all in that together right. and that you build another little community. You learn to live with new circumstances yeah, and people. They support each other. You know, honestly, the relationship she builds there, mm-hmm. even through the chaos of last year, it's, it's way outweighs her being independent and totally. on her, or Life- even at home with me. You know? Yes, and lifelong friends. A yeah. few of them will remain lifelong friends. They'll visit each other in the future. I am for that as right. well. Thank you for this, yeah. for yeah. perspective. I think it's worth it. Thank All you, right. Hope. Good luck to you. Thank you. And, you know, I mean, it's I, I'm excited that Taylor is actually still going to be able to do the dorm thing with the social distancing and everything. COVID, and some yeah. of her classes are still going to be virtual, even though she's on campus. She'll be but doing the them smaller there. ones, right, they'll yeah. be distanced and whatnot. Yeah, we'll get to some of your Facebook comments and Instagram comments about that one piece of advice, because there's a ton of it. And it's all good stuff from our Facebook and Instagram pages. Yeah, I guess I should say that if at any point this morning you've heard beeping in the background, mm-hmm. that's my insulin pump. It's been going off all morning because I, because I'm out of insulin. I'm used to it. Now, you beep constantly. Yeah. Now, even I, in the middle of the night, babe. Before anybody gets frightened and think that this is a medical right, that's emergency, that's what I'm thinking. You probably yeah. got a bunch of folks it's, right now going, "Oh my right, god!" Right. It's not. It's okay um, because as luck would have it, there's another type one diabetic that works with us in the building. Yeah, and, and you're gonna you're hoping. To borrow something from him when he arrives. Well, I know that he has. So the backup needle. for my insulin pump is 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 an is, it's an insulin pen, is what they call it. Yeah, I mean pens. It's like a know, big fat pen. It, it's 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 convenient. It's easy. It sounds like a commercial, <laughs> doesn't it? And the needles is it are, made by Sharpie. Uh, right. The needles are so small you don't feel it, and so there's a, there are a lot of things that are now given this way. Mm-hmm. But uh, but so the needles are separate. So it's not like I'm going to borrow a used needle. But I'm I'm also out of needles, needles for my pen. So I'm going to go down the hall. I'm going to ask for a needle, and we're going to be in good shape. But I'm going to continue to beep just so that everybody knows if you it's hear nice that. It's nice that you're calm okay. about this because yeah. it's like if. 
just a, any, if like, yeah, I'm out of insulin and I don't have a needle and for the other well, device that no, can help he's me. he's been managing this for many years. And yeah. if, if Jeremy was not here and we hope he has enough, like you can't take his last needle. Well, That's no, a big I mean, ask. I'm going to go home. If, right. You you're going to run home. And, <laughs> and the two of you can do the rest of the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's just so funny to me how rare it is. Type one diabetes is the most rare okay and so for for there to be two type one diabetics in this building and for you to be sharing yeah. stuff is is practically a miracle yeah. i hope that he's like oh sure because he's a really chill guy he's liable to say oh sure keep it well you're gonna have to keep it if you use it but yeah. you know what i mean yeah, you are right. Look, and I don't take it for granted. I know totally. that my grandmother used to tell me I was special. That was before onset of diabetes. <laughs> now I am a member of that 4% club, you know. so You are special. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Plus, you know, you got this. Thanks, Wilford. Wilford Brimley. Diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta look at the bright diabetes. side. I knew this would come in handy one day. I love it. <laughs> diabetes. Yeah, so with vacation, uh, making sure that your pets are taken care of is a big deal, whether you Always. board them or whether you have a house sitter or, you know, or whatever, or neighbor yeah. takes care of them. And what cracks me up about this always, and I know this is not a new thing, but it really cracks me up because I, I think about, for example, when Jody and I took the girls to the beach and Jody was really missing Champ, you know, the one mm-hmm. that she calls her, her boyfriend dog. He, he is, is a sweetheart of a dog. and He should have been with is, us. He's loving when he gets excited, man. That tail starts wagging. He is, he's he like bends in half. He gets so excited. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, he's yeah. one of those. But, um, but the thing about that, you know, we were gone for five days, and what I noticed is when we got back, Champ was excited. Jody was excited. Jody took him for a walk, but the level of talk. excitement. And the length of time that the excitement lasted was the exact same as if we had left the house for thirty minutes to go to the store. What is oh, your point? And then well, come back. Well, yeah, you didn't. If you walked out, if you left the house, got in the car, and went, oh, forgot my sunglasses, and went back in, you're going to get the same level of excitement. Yeah, and that's a beautiful. Dogs thing. don't have watches. That's how dogs yeah. teach us the way that we should be living in the present, in the moment. And I totally love that, but it's hysterical to me because, you know, it, when we do humanize, you know, when you've been gone for a week and a half, you kind of want the excitement to last a little bit longer, right? Like, I didn't just go get the package outside you know, and walk right back in 30 seconds later. Right. I was gone for a week and a half. Show me a little more love. And it's just, it, but it's blaming the, the dog. <laughs> It, it, but it's just funny to me. You're right, Jody. It is about living in the right present. In the moment, that's what but, dogs do. But the, by the same token, they also know the patterns. When the sun comes up in the morning or at a certain point, they know it's time to go eat. So they know everything. They do have some sort of a time concept, except for when it comes to leaving and coming back, you know? Oh, my God. I haven't seen you in forever. <laughs> Guys, I want to tell you about something. Yeah. You know how um, during lockdown, pandemic, COVID, all that, um, more people, more families have adopted dogs and cats. And that's been wonderful yeah. for animals, homeless animals that needed homes. And it's wonderful. Actually, we have one of those. We do. Her name is Edie. Yeah. Yes. We we're going to have her for a few weeks and now seven She's months in. She's part of the family. I know. She is. Okay. So... We're adopting dogs and cats like crazy, which is wonderful, but they're saying that parrots, uh, rescue organizations that rescue parrots, Mm -hmm. saying they're seeing a 70% increase in people giving up their birds. And the reason, and it's so sad. And the reason is 
You're going to love this, Sam. It's not funny. You're at home trying to do video conferencing. (laughs) Uh, Really? (laughs) Meanwhile, in the background. Yeah. You're home more. So the parrot's more engaged with you. You're trying to run a meeting and your parrot's acting up. Plus, if you've taught that parrot some uh, questionable words. Anyway. I hope you haven't, but yeah. So there's a lot of parrots who need new owners now because they're being given up for adoption. Well, you know, I mean, I can see how because if if you get on your meeting, the first thing everybody's saying is hi, hi, and then the parrot's going to go, hi, hi. Hello. Right. I think that would make you stand out on the call, and people look forward to seeing you. Well, I mean, I like couldn't, that. Couldn't you just do the meeting in another room? I mean, Thank I would you. think. I never understood that. I will say something else I didn't know. Rescues say they're hard to rehome because guess they what? They are. They love their Wait, home. No, no, no. They're hard to rehome because the first people who are like, "Oh, I'll take it," is women. And women and parrots prefer men over women. Why? I've never heard that. I don't know really? that. That's what they say in the bird world. Because men teach them the good words? <laughs> I don't know, but the parrots will bond with a man quicker than a woman. So women are like, I'll really? take it. I'll, I'll, poor baby. And the, the bird's like, nah. <laughs> I would just think that a parrot, like anything, becomes a creature of habit, which is why they can recite what they do, right? And so that would be difficult to rehome them Look, because you, they love their home. If you know? you've ever wanted one, just know there are lots of it needing a new home. Today is special because it's our oldest daughter, Taylor's 19th birthday. I can't believe it. You guys want to see if she's awake? <laughs> Let's, Let's try. Hello? Hey, baby. Hey, babe. Hey, how's it going? Happy birthday, baby. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you love the happy birthday call. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. So you know the day that you were born, Dad and I were at the hospital, and Mr. Sam was here alone. Or were, did you have, was a producer hanging out with you that day? I don't, I don't think so. That's a really good question. 19 years ago. I it was 19 no years ago. And your dad played audio of you going, you know, yeah. like of you being oh, wow. a baby. So that was your first time uh, on, know, the radio. On, on the show. It actually freaked some people out, you know, for some reason that we were in the well, OR. It was very that. personal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that, that is a very personal well, It was just experience. audio. There was no description, you know. Okay, baby. So how do you feel? Do you feel older? Uh, I don't really feel very different. Right. It's not that big of a milestone. Well, but you say it's that. Nice. There's so much happening for you, though, in a few days. Yeah, that's very true. You're thinking next year is a milestone. Is that what you're thinking? Mm-hmm. 20? Is that like a, is that no, a bigger number? 21 is going to be a milestone. Well, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Hard <Party. laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, everything that you've been doing is legal. That's I'm just right. kidding. Make uh, it a double. Ha, ha, ha. Gosh. <laughs> okay, well, so you know to keep your late afternoon open because we're doing a late afternoon surprise lunch place with you for you. Yes. Okay, I'm not telling you where yet, obviously. I'm glad you told me that, too. I'll, I'll be I there. I did tell you that already, Mark. <laughs> I'm just kidding. What are you looking most forward to at college? I, I like the idea of living on campus. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to meet my roommate and take some interesting classes that um, fit my personality better than what I could take in high school. Yeah. And I guess the parties. <laughs> I was going to say that was the standard college answer. Now, are you looking forward to getting out of the house from the getting away from these two? Um, it, it's going to be hard. Oh, it's going to be very, very different. Yes, yeah. but 
I think I do need that sense of independence. So I am excited. Yeah. I'm excited for you too. I'm a little bit worried about Phoebe's. She'll yeah. be all right. I'll, I'll visit. I know yeah. that. <laughs> all right. Well, we can't believe you're 19, but we know you have stuff to do and we'll see you later today. All right. Love you guys. Happy, happy love birthday. You. I love you too. All right. <laughs> Got an easy way for you to listen to the show on your terms. How's that, Murphy? Listen to the Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast. And it doesn't matter what app you use to download your podcast, just subscribe there to Murphy, Sam & Jody. Join the conversation anytime, 877-310-4MSJ. How are you, Becky? I'm good. I'm good. So I was just listening to you guys on my way to work. Thank you. And I'm back to work last week after a, a Rona vacate. <laughs> and was listening to you all talk about Federal Express, now FedEx, because of yeah. people. You know, yeah. what people started calling them. Yeah. And I believe, and you can correct me if I'm wrong or other listeners can, but I think it was like the general population that changed Google into a verb. Right. Oh, yeah. Where of course. It started out as just a search engine. Right. Now it's like, well, hey, Google that. Yeah. So, right. uh, yeah. And I don't it is think a that's verb. really original. Yeah. It is. It is. It's used more as a verb than as an actual look it up on Google. Yeah, so. you're right. Nobody, nobody goes to that length to say that. And it's funny <laughs> because that's, that's the example of you putting your product or service out there and then the public doing mm-hmm. with it what it will. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And it catching on like wildfire. Yeah. I know. You know, it's fine, though, yes, Becky. They adopt it, and they love it, and they morph it, yeah. you know? What's fun is, uh, you know, when you're around the kids, I always like to say the Google. <laughs> you do stuff like that, and go, Dad, it's not the Google. And it's the like, Google? Oh, I know. Yeah. Like the Walmart? Yeah. yeah. Oh, don't even. It's on, it's on the Facebook. Yeah. I'm glad to hear you all in the morning again. So. Well, thank, thank you. you. Appreciate you, you Becky. Yeah. Call us anytime. Yeah, we're glad you're back and back in action at work. The... Um, it's funny how some words become the verbs and others don't. And I don't know that anybody says, it, it's weird to me how we've gone away from Xeroxing things back to copying. Make a copy. Isn't that weird? You're right. I didn't think about that. And I don't know if it's just because there are a lot of different types of copy machines, but it used to be that Xerox was used that way. Maybe the other may, copy machines made sure that happened. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, that's an- yeah, that's another good one. And Murphy, you're the one that kind of brought the FedEx thing in. I never thought about it. It yeah. was the public that said... FedEx it. And yeah. the company went, oh, wait, let's just call ourselves FedEx. Yeah. Well, I never I, knew that one. And I'm guessing that that's whenever, you know, the UPS abbreviated themselves because it used to be only Ooh. United Parcel Service. <gasps> I'm so going to send long. this through the United Parcel <laughs> so Service. So long. But yeah, but so, yeah. Gotta, <laughs> okay. That's how you keep up with the times. Thank you, Becky. 877-310-4MSJ. As we get going this morning, guys, I want you to know um, one of our friends, a dear friend of ours, her name is Jenny. You know her. Um, she recently Jenny. Jenny. My Jenny. <laughs> she um, recently had foot surgery. She's a dear friend of ours. Did you see the, uh, the bandage on her leg? Yeah. Shy. I know it's not a word. Sorry, but ginormous. it was big. <laughs> I'm trying not to say ginormous anymore because it's not a word. Um, but I'm I'm used to saying it. Anyway, our dear friend Jenny is at home recovering from a surgery that mm-hmm. she had on her foot. And she's a working mom. You know, she's busy. She's a motivated person. I love her. So I was um, emailing back and forth with her and checking on her. And she said, thankfully, my mom and stepdad are here to help my husband and take care of me. 
Um, I'm waiting to hear from the health agency because they have to teach me to use the stairs without putting weight on my foot. I can mm. crawl up on my knees. <laughs> I don't know how to stand up yet when wow. I get to the top. So she's struggling with this. She's struggling with the pain medicine, too, because it's strong. She needs it. Her pain block wore off late last week. and. Yeah. She didn't want to be on pain meds, but kind of has no choice because it's severe pain. And she said, I'm sleeping a lot. And here's the reason I bring it up. I'm sleeping a lot and feeling guilty that I'm not working. Typical. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, Jenny, this is a working mother's plight in yeah. life. There's nothing. There's no part of it where you don't feel guilty, but especially when it's time to take care of you. She's got twins, too. I know. And I so I sent, <clears throat> I'm sending her a gift. Well, she didn't say that. <laughs> yeah. You didn't hear that, Jenny. I'm sorry. Maybe she's sleeping. Yeah, Jody said she might be anyway, sending a gift. I did send her a personal note. It's like, mm. please, you're not going to be, because you're so success-driven for your children and your home and work, you're feeling guilty now, but you're you, you you make the process worse for you and everybody around you if you try to d- work while you're supposed to be recovering. Oh, yeah, you know, so just yeah. sleep, recover, so that when you do come back, you're superwoman again. Mm-hmm. I learned that the hard way after maternity leaves that were too short for me both times. Sorry, Murph, I still feel that way. I shouldn't have come back. You, know, as you soon. shouldn't say sorry. Well, you? you and I were going toe to toe about it, and then I don't remember that. Mm, I do. <laughs> But um, and then after my foot surgery, hmm. I came back. I had it on a Friday and I came back here on, on Monday. Yeah, I shouldn't have done that. Oh, definitely. So, and you did that on your own. Too. I know yeah. I did. That yeah. was my stubbornness. But so, Jenny, take care of you. It's the best thing a mom can do. It's talking to my daughter, Maddie, on the phone. Uh, and I think I created a monster of sorts by posting that picture. Maddie of- monster. Of her cheese tray on our Facebook page. <gasps> it was beautiful. Well yeah. done. Like, I aspire to it. Well, we had a lot of, you know, people on, on Facebook saying, hey, where can I buy one? Can you well, ship? Can you do this? Can well, you do that? And that made her go, cha-ching. Oh, well, so she oh wants really? To, yeah. And so Good. she's like, when you know, when I come up to your house, I'm wondering if there's a way I can sell a cheese, cheese board. Oh, yeah. And it's like, well, I guess we have to drum up business. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, okay, well, really, if can she shows I help up you and we this? make a cheese board, it's like... No, you need to post it again, mm-hmm. okay? And you need to say, my daughter's going to be here, blank, blank, these dates. Who needs cheese boards? Right, and then mm-hmm. you can start help. She can take orders. Yeah, well, see, she didn't like my suggestion, which was, hey, you know, Sammy and Will and all, everybody's going to be here. We're going to have uh, dinner together. You can make one for us. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. She wants yeah, Monday. Yeah, and I was just like dead quiet. It's like she's yeah. already done that at her own house a lot. That's what yeah. where she started making them, right? Her right, mom's, right? Yeah, so, she's really good, Maddie. If you're listening, you it's it's a talent that you have. Not everyone can do it, so I think you should. Mm-hmm. But you may have to choose some place other than your house to sell them because you've got that no solicitation sign up front. <laughs> you know? Oh no 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 no! That's just coming in. I can sell whatever I want going out. How about this? How about this? As much as I want to, I, t- I saved that picture of yeah. the cheese board she did because I was going to look at it and for the copy holidays, it. copy it. However, if she comes to your house coming up for the holidays on a, on the same weekend where I have my company coming in, you know, our family that comes yeah. in and stays with us, yeah. I'll buy a cheese right? Yeah. No, no, no. After that, it's after oh. that. I will buy a cheese board from Maddie. Okay. You will have to drive to my house and deliver it with Maddie. Here's the other And twist. I'll pay her. Here's the other twist. Maddie wants this to make money, but who's buying the cheese? Oh, you are. <laughs> well, you know, you got to make cheese to buy the Once cheese, right? Once she starts making money, then yeah. she'll buy her, own, buy her own cheese. cheese. <laughs> um, you know, the other day when 
we had asked on our Facebook page what everybody saw in that canvas that's hanging above our fireplace, Murphy. The one that I bought from a friend of mine. It it looks like flowers to me in a vase, and we Bailey found out that that's what it's supposed to be. Yeah, and it, I mean, look, it took me a minute to figure it out. And it's we also, whimsical. Yeah, and we found out it's a Kirkland's original. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, there's, there's nothing wrong fine. with that. I'm just I saying, it's is there it such is. a thing as a Kirkland's original? Yeah. Not a well, there's an original well, somewhere. Yeah, you know when it I doesn't reside in Kirkland's. When I was a kid on two different TV shows in the 80s, a picture was in the background that was hanging in our living room. <gasps> That's called home interior. Yeah, is it? I think. Yeah. Yes. So it was. It was a. It was a famous, famous picture of a famous baby. That's friends. Never mind. No, it was. Um, it was horses Gambling? gathering, gathering during a storm. Or in, in, you know. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. I used to have that situation where I had this paint, this picture of um, this little girl standing in a field of flowers that was in my bathroom when I was a, gr- a girl growing up, and then I went to spend the night and sleep over at a friend's house, and she had the same picture, and I was like, "What's going on here?" Yeah. And then I learned about home interiors. Yeah. I thought I had the only one. <laughs> no, I didn't care that I didn't have it, but it was just weird. It's like, oh yeah, mom, my mom would get together with ladies and have a party and sell. St- you know, you could buy the stuff, and it was wait. There was a thing called home interiors. Yeah, I think oh. that's what it was called. So it was like an art party. Yeah, or they like would a sell accessories or a... to a catalog. Somebody would come, and she'd say, "Everybody, ha- hand out a catalog." You know what that's uh, like. They still do those today okay. with different yeah. things. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. I wonder if that's where my grandmother got her metal peacocks that used to hang on the wall. And I wonder what happened to those. Actually, yes. Stuff like that. In fact, if you go to like, if you go antiquing, you're going to see old stuff that's like, oh my gosh. And you think that reminds you of your childhood or your grandmother had those, but everybody had those. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. I had little butterflies in my room. Uh, Welcome to the world of mass production. I was like, so much for going to antique stores. (laughs) You know my butterflies that I still have to this day. They're in a closet now. I don't have them hanging. They were hanging in my room for decades when yeah. I was a little girl. And I thought, that, same deal. I thought they were just so special. Right. Home interiors. Hmm. You know, it's it's <laughs> that's the weirdest thing to me, too, because I actually saw a post on eBay the other day that said Rubik's Cube, and next to it, it said rare. I'm like, no. that's not rare. No. Welcome to mass production. <laughs> they made millions of these. Okay. Anyway, look, coming up next, I do want to, the reason I brought up the mass-produced painting, um, and it's something you should know if your friends sell stuff, like if your friends has their her own business what you need to know at the holidays going forward <sighs> okay now that you guys understand what home interiors is <laughs> yes it was one of the first ever what do you call it mark what kind of marketing is that Pyramid multi-level schemes. marketing i think they call it multi-level marketing <laughs> Sam. Okay, in sam's look, neighborhood they, he called it a pyramid scheme they still really do exist today you know this is true um the reason i brought it up in the first place is not to talk about the kind of art we were all exposed to when we were kids um but because that's the kind of art yeah. we had in our house it certainly wasn't anything original much we didn't have a lot of no original. picassos no nothing we didn't. like we, that we uh, neither us Go ahead. okay sorry so um i brought up that picture that i bought from my friend who stages homes her name is andy and when she was taking the stuff out of the house that she, we sold um i was like andy i love that picture and she was like would you like it and and i bought it from her mm-hmm. and you were surprised sam that i bought it from her you like she didn't give it to you i, I would assume she would have given it to you well it would have been lovely if she had offered that but I didn't expect that because she's my friend and that's her inventory. You yeah. know what I mean? That's not sentimental to her. That's part of business. Business. And in, in fact, she 
packs that stuff up and puts it in a warehouse until she stages somebody else's house. It's mm-hmm. a lot of work. So I saw that as inventory, and it made me think the way you reacted, like she didn't give it to you. Um, made your, me... your friends give you everything for free. Well, no, because see, I look, I I took it as oh well, you know, it's a, like a housewarming gift. Like yeah. hey, oh, I, I we sold yeah. the house. I tell you what, here's yeah. this to. And know. look, she is is that kind of person, but she just chose at this moment to charge me for it because I don't know. It, it's her inventory. Yeah, and our housewarming gift was. Her help selling the house. <laughs> yeah, and she didn't have to give us a housewarming gift. Anyway, it made me realize and think of something that I want to, to uh, you know, kind of share, especially at this time of the year. There is that feeling that if your friend sells stuff, your friend has a business, that you, you know, you cut should be able to cut you a deal. But the truth of the matter is your friend does that because they depend on it mm-hmm. for income. And to me, it's a lovely thing to do, especially at this time of the year. If you're going to be buying gifts anyway, start there. Like, start with your friends. And as long buy. as they cut your deal. No, and buy from them. <laughs> and no, I don't think so. I don't think you should assume or ask friends yeah, to do you're, that. Yeah, you're right about that. Yeah. I think you devalue what they're doing yeah. if you if you assume or expect yeah. that. You Does just, that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. You just hope they don't mark it up a thousand percent. Okay. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't do anything with you. <laughs> I'm going to cut you a deal after I mark it up. <laughs> Got more Murphy, Sam, and Jody fun coming up, and you can reach us anytime, 877-310-4MSJ. But what if we're not here? You can leave us messages. In fact, we love to listen to those, 877-310-4MSJ. Sam, did you see the picture of my cockatoo from the weekend? Yeah. Okay, so... By the way, he's not real, Sam. Yeah, I know that. I was about to tell the same thing to Jody. He, because they're carrying on online. It's like, really? This is ceramic. He looks real. Okay, so on Saturday morning, one of my besties called and said, there's a ginormous estate sale near, near my house. Yeah. It's at a mansion. Do you want to come? And so she picks me up. We go. We load the kids. The kids went too, most of them. And we were in there in that house. And I'm thinking, oh my God, I, I don't want to touch anything. There was real art in this house, guys. Jody real comes, art. Real art. And you wind up with a ceramic. <laughs> Ceramic cockatoo. I wasn't going to buy anything. Jody kept sending me notes saying, Murphy, you need to come here. It's it's a real mansion. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been inside of one of these. It was just gorgeous. Um, the furniture was incredible. The furniture looked like stuff that belonged in you know a bed and breakfast, mm-hmm. like upscale. But I'm walking. We're about to... I know th- when we first walked in, at this... On this table, my friend Jody is looking at real art. Yeah. That's why she's there. And you're looking at the table. And junk I'm looking table. down like, oh my God, look at this. It's a ceramic pinkish white cockatoo and he's gorgeous and i'm like oh my god i wanted i just wanted to pet him and touch him and hold him so i just picked him up i'm thinking i'm gonna pick him up and it and if i decide not to buy him later i'll just put him down later i couldn't put him down so i did buy him it was not expensive at all posted on the facebook page what should i name him um do you want to hear some of i saw uh, penelope on there penelope yeah but i don't know if it's a boy or a girl I don't know anything about this bird. It's because it's ceramic, there's no way to tell. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting on a, on a limb, no. Um, Pookie came in. Oh. Governor. That's ah. a good a good one. Mr. Pink. <laughs> um, thank you for the recommendation, uh, Prince. Uh, Somebody said I, Prince. Uh, I love naming inanimate objects. <laughs> Me too. Did anybody I send in waste of money? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Uh, everybody sent in that precious uh, Pinkatoo. But on the way home. Oh, that one. Pinkatoo, mm. like cockatoo. Yeah. But on the way home, we came up, Jody and I came up with Rona. Ah! 
<laughs> because we were in masks doing it right. Yeah. Thank you for uh, reaching out on Facebook and Instagram. Guys, you know about the new Bud Zero, right? The new beer? You're yeah. That the beer beer? My question is, it says that it's alcohol free. But it's not. Why does it say that then? I don't know if it's an FDA thing or what, but they still have a minuscule amount. It's, okay. less, it's less than a half a percent. I think it's kind of like okay. some, something can be sugar-free, but have a little yeah. bitty, bitty, bitty sh- okay. you know, On the, the can, it says the minimum threshold zero percent alcohol. Okay. But if you look at the ingredients yeah. or whatever, okay. so, I mean, okay. to me, I guess the the first O'Doul's was the first one that yeah. I had ever heard of that was in you know. A, they referred to it as a non-alcoholic beer. They didn't say alcohol-free. Okay. They said non-alcoholic beer. Getting to the real question here. Neither one of you drink anymore no. for good personal reasons that you both decided to stop, which is respectable and wonderful, and I'm happy for you. Yeah, yeah. However, would you drink this, and do you have any interest in drinking it? I'm curious. Sam, go. I'd like to try one to see if it tastes like a beer. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure I've that never, it does. Even when I was drinking, I never had an al- alcohol-free beer. Right. What was the point? <laughs> Um, yeah, but I've always wanted no to try kidding. one of these to see. Oh, does it taste like al- like a beer without the alcohol? And does the minuscule amount scare you? I I would probably not. You know, probably not. Good. Okay, Murphy. You. But I, I, mean, but you I have, have no reason answers. to do it. I mean, I don't even want to start doing anything. I that see. Might feel that way, Murphy. This is going to be an unpopular answer. I, I mean, but I and I could. Be I don't com- care. I could be, be completely wrong. I would think that these. These beverages are not designed for alcoholics. They're designed for people who don't want to drink alcohol but like the beer flavor. You're right. I would say, and this is just me, I would not want to associate that flavor again. So it doesn't matter whether it has alcohol or not in it. If it was something that could have been an alcoholic beverage, I'm not putting it in my mouth. If it's got a, even a, you know, a trace of alcohol mm-hmm. in it, just because that's playing with fire. It's wrapped up with for too me, much that, personal that stuff is just, for you. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I'm just not going there. But that, I mean, I look and I could be wrong. I'm not saying that there aren't people that can do it. Yes. And if you can, that's fantastic. But I don't think that's why the beer makers are making it. I don't think they're trying to entice alcoholics into drinking alcohol-free beer. <laughs> they're trying to get it's that market to come again. Back again. Uh, what they're doing is they're creating a beverage that you know for beer lovers that doesn't yeah. have you know high alcohol content. Those are two if totally and it's low stuff. calories. These beers right. usually have low calorie so it's right you know if you're watching your waist right i just think those are two totally different things very good grown-up answers my gosh can't wait till we get to the end of the show today why <laughs> well because we'll have another episode of after the oh, show no. <laughs> that's why i was bringing in food no 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 we have we have more fun later today on the murphy sam and jody podcast after the show okay guys you know about my keep the wow thing it's kind of my yes, motto. Exactly. When, um, something, motto. when something happens, it really sticks out in your mind. It's special. You want to kind of keep it. See, save that moment. Savor it, right? Biggest compliment you've ever gotten. Keep it with you. Pull it out of your pocket when you need it. And you can have those kind of moments, not just for your, yourself, but with people. And I had one just the other day. So I took Taylor, our oldest, to lunch, just the two of us. She, she requested it. Yeah. Mom, can we go to lunch? Just you and me. Let's talk. Let's hang out. I'm like, Yes. And so we went to lunch the other day, and she is two weeks away from moving out of the house into a dorm, starting her college life. Yes. And so I didn't, I didn't make it about that, but we ended up talking about all of that. You know what I mean? She what nervous? I mean? 
No, she's ready. She is ready. She's 110% ready. <laughs> she has dorm decorations ready to go. All Cars already loaded. Linens. No. I mean, she's ready. Yeah, she's ready. And But we ended up talking about everything, yeah. you know, like self-reliance and, and doing this. And at, towards the end of the conversation, I, I talked, to, talked to her about trusting herself, about people. You know, you don't have to be friends with everybody, but you do need to make connections and things like that. And come home, call us when you need us, all of that. And then we got to the studying thing. I'm like, look, I know that your MO in life is to have fun. I get that. But you're going to have to take this first semester seriously as far as, you know, your work. Because it will determine the rest of your... Well, it's a transition and it's where a lot of freshmen trip up. Right. So, and I said that and she said, this is the moment that I'm keeping. You're going to love this, Murphy. Mm -hmm. Um, I was saying, you know, about studying and making sure you don't mess that part up. I want you to have a balance. I want you to have fun, but I want you to do what you're there to do. And she said, Mom, I know you're worried about that because I do like to have fun. She says, but I think I'm going to be fine. She says, because I'm really interested in my major. I'm interested in these classes and I think I'm going to rock it. That's wow. And I'm like, you're, you know what? You're right. She knows herself. So keeping that one, keeping it. And now we have a fighting chance at retirement at some point. <laughs> Some of my girlfriends, one of the funniest things they'll say to me, they've said to me over the years, is that they wish, they envy me working in radio here because you could, like, you could just wear whatever you want. And I'm like, I guess you could. I guess I could, but I always have dressed up. Not up like I'm in a suit or yeah, something, but I've always dressed the way I've You've wanted to You've always dressed dress. professionally. And look, and that was before cameras were in yeah. the studio. I mean, now there are cameras in the studio. So, so now, yeah. You mm-hmm. have to wear pants. Yeah. That's but right, I Sam. I always have. I always have. I just you have always dressed nicely. It's just me being myself, right? Um, now, but there, what's happening in America with everybody? First of all, this was already happening before everybody went home and started working from home because of COVID nineteen. In the industry of clothing and retail, it's called the casualization of America. Mm. More and more. Isn't that a book Murphy has? No, <laughs> it's an article I found, and I thought, oh my gosh, because like, is dressing up for work going away? And I'm like, oh, I hope not for me. And it, it won't for me if I don't want it to I dress how I want. But, but you can see the term business casual. You've seen there's still people that wear they wear sport coats, but without a tie. Yeah. Or you'll see right. no coat, uh, but you know, dress shirt n- nicely pressed with jeans, right. for example. This, That's it's really ch- it's and changing, casual Friday. This is changing yep. every single industry. Uh, Men's Warehouse, Brooks Brothers, Lord and Taylor, and Taylor Loft, and Neiman Marcus. All of those retailers. Well, you're talking about super the fancy parent, here. Not, not, no. Don't let the word Neiman Marcus fool you and scare you. Sam, go. Um, those they those companies have entered Chapter 11 bankruptcy. Mm. One of the ones hurting the most, well, the part of it hurting the most, men's specialty shops, mm. suits, ties. Those are not being sold. Like Which is they a shame, used to. man, because, you know, there's nothing like a good-looking suit. No you know? kid, man. A suit or it's a tux. True. Yeah. When, when you put that on, man, you, it doesn't matter. It's how you feel. It <laughs> doesn't matter what your weight is or how your hair looks. You just feel good. You just right. touched on something. That's why I dress the way I dress. Mm. For me, so that I can feel a certain way, then everything else should hopefully yeah. fall into place. And I do think it's important that, you know, we've talked about this before, working from home, uh, if, if, if that's sort of a permanent setup, you really should still dress like you're working because it does kind of give you that little subconscious energy. Yeah. You know? Right. I agree. Every little thing matters. Anyway, it's called the casualization of America. So if you're having one of those days, you have a meeting, dress like you're going somewhere, even if you're not.